We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's first dive into Maris Luafau. Actually, yeah, because this is big, and this is a this is a big loss for Notre Dame. And there, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Absolutely. Uh, when you look at, he was expected to be a breakout player for Notre Dame this year. Mm-hmm. All the sources, I mean, from fall, from summer, from early fall camp, we had been hearing from multiple sources about how well he's played. You've talked about how good he looked in the practices you've been, right, and. Right. This is just uh, this is a blow because this was the this was arguably the weakest position for Notre Dame last year. Arguably and to have a breakout at well, I think the other safety spot could be in debate for that. Okay, uh, but I still felt like there was more consistency there than there was at right, the my line argument is that it gave up more big plays. That's the okay. counter to it, right? Okay. But it's it's I was to say arguably right. So. To me, you look at that and say you were expecting a really talented athletic player to step into that role. Now, from what I've been told, I've had two different people tell me things. Number one, I've told he's out for the year. Uh, another person just said, not sure. It's just going to be a while. I'm not sure if I'm necessarily completely bought into the whole out for a year thing. I want to hold off before we ride that that bit of news because the injury happened yesterday. Correct. After you guys left. Yeah, and- because you, you, you asked me about it, and, and it was – I had to go back and look at the video that we shot, um, and while we were there, he was full go. I mean, it was they were just doing some individual drills, you know, things like that. But uh, he was full go at that time. And when we walked out of the uh, the indoor facility, which is where they handled practice yesterday because of the heat, uh, he he was not injured um, right. at all. So yeah, well, it, I was told it happened now. during yeah. a, a later period in practice. So right. what that means for, from you know just trying to look at this from a coach's standpoint is you're less than 24 hours from this time this injury is over. Yes, it's been X-rayed, but there's got you've got to wait to see how the swelling goes down. Absolutely. You've got if the, if it's going to require surgery, which I would right. imagine a season-ending injury would be one that required surgery. Yeah, you're going to find out more when you go in there. So there are times when things like this happen. It initially looks really bad. Then the swelling goes down in, in the in the in the you know in the area that's injured. You move on and you say, okay, well, hey, look, we've had a chance to look at it now, and and we don't think it's going to be that bad. 
so those are the things that I say. Let's let's pump the brakes before we say it's going to be season ending. But from what I, from one thing that I have been told, it's going to be a significant amount of time. It's not like oh maybe he could potentially be back for the Florida State game. No, he's going to be out for a while, and that means that you've now lost a, a starter and a guy that you were expecting to be a big time player. Now yes. here's here's kind of here's where he goes to next. Okay, so what happens now? And I think what happens now is you have to figure out okay. Where are you at with a little linebacker? Mm-hmm. Last year's starter, Shane Simon, had basically been beat out by two players. Mm-hmm. He'd been beat out by, um, obviously, Maris Lufau, and he'd been beat out by J.D. Bertrand. My concern is, is do, do you do you start just do you start J.D. now, and, and J.D.'s got to earn that spot, or do you or do you kind of panic a little bit, which a lot of coaches will do, and say, yeah. JD may be playing better, but you know Shane's got the experience. Let's let's put Shane in there. That that can be the difficult part. Now I don't know how Marcus Freeman is going to handle this. This is our first. This is going to be our first kind of opportunity to see what yeah. he does as defensive coordinator. And, and of he, course, hey, look, I don't care who played last year. You know, yeah. it, it, JD's outplayed him so far. Well, and or, of course, we don't be, get to see anything right. anymore because that right. was our last peak at this right. team before September fifth. So right. We're gonna. The only thing we have is any time that Brian Kelly may or may not talk to the media. Right. So yeah, we just <clears throat> we don't know. So we got to figure. We got to. I mean, we're 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 gonna be kind of in wait and see. We'll obviously talk to our sources and try to find out what's going on. But my hope is is that whoever starts is gonna seize hold of it these next two weeks. That's gonna be the important thing. And I don't care if it's Shane. I don't care if it's JD. Right. I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't. Right. Right. It's just if Shane's gonna start, I hope it's because he says, you know what. I got this opportunity in front of me. Sure. It's time to go. Or JD says the same thing. I don't care who it is. I just want somebody to step up and seize it. And, and I've had people ask, okay, well, what about what about possibly Bo Bauer and uh, and uh, Drew White playing together? I don't see that happening, at least not in the opener, because that's not what you want when you look at two inside linebackers against a team that's going to throw the football at all. Sure, sure. Here, here's, here's what – what I would like to see happen, right? I I, I I could care less who it is as far as the, the guys that have been practicing at will. Um, but from what I've seen, and again, I, I'm going to preface this with that we've seen two practices. We've seen two right. open practices. We've seen two sets as of 11. As you said, the other 30-minute stuff is just – it's nice to see guys moving around. We're not learning anything about this football team there. Exactly. Exactly. And look, am I appreciative that we get that opportunity? Yes. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is you're not learning anything, like you said. So um, what I would like to see happen, because what the, the reps that I've seen Shane Simon take, I have not seen progression from last year's game film and, right. and watching him live. I haven't seen any progression. J.D. Bertrand, I thought, has played very, very well. And I know that you are saying that you don't want to see Bo Bauer in the opener. There's only a week away from we're a week away from the opener, essentially, right? Because this team is probably going to travel on Friday, maybe Saturday, you know. So mm-hmm. I don't that you have a week of prep, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't anticipate Bo Bauer being the starter at will in any way, shape, or form. But what right. I would do is I would start to cross-train him a little bit. You have to. You have to be prepared right. for that contingency. What I'm saying is, right. is that can't be your base defense against a team that's going to throw the ball. No, I agree there, with that. that. That's that's where I'm coming from. Now, does this maybe expedite the need to have a bow-drew package, like maybe in the goal line, short sure. yardage, red zone? Sure, sure. Right. Go for it. So just take a little bit of pressure right. off of JD, et cetera. Because well, you're also in a tough number spot now, Vince, because you've only got two wheels left, essentially. Yeah. So here's another question. Does this Does this – 
expedite the potential move of Prince Collie. Prince Collie, yeah. And, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, we w- <laughs> it's funny what you can glean from 30 minutes, right, of FSA, et cetera. You know, Chris Summers is there kind of watching the O-line, doing some video work for us. And he and I were watching FSA. He's like, who's 32? He's he's really put together. And I, I mm-hmm. said, well, that, that's Prince Collie. He's a freshman linebacker. He's a rover, et cetera. And I said, there's a chance that he could grow out of that rover spot. He goes, he looks at me and he goes, I think that chance of him growing out of that spot is going to be real quick because i mean he's, <laughs> he's put together really put together yeah. he's put together for and, a freshman, and that was right? always the question about whether or not he could move inside was right <clears throat> the thought i've always had with prince collie was look it just it's just where his he's he's gonna get in the field the fastest yeah and yeah. and then beyond that it's like okay but can he move inside because he was barely 200 pounds at, at, in high school and he's definitely over that now and it's a yes. good Yes. Oh, he's put together yeah. in a good way is what yeah. I'm saying. It, right. You know, because all the guys have their, you know, their their jerseys tucked up underneath their pads and stuff. So you right. can see their core and everything. Mm-hmm. He's put together just fine. And uh, I, I could I would be on board with him starting to learn a little bit of will, even if it's a cross train situation between Rover and Will. Um, I could very easily see that because I do think he's just going to grow out of that Rover position. I, I do. And and. Again, not that that's a bad thing, right? Right now, he's fourth on the depth chart at Rover. I don't care where he plays. I don't care if he right. plays Mike, Rover, Will. Right. I don't care. I just want yeah. him to have a chance to compete uh, to play. His his opportunity to play right now is greater at Will. Mm-hmm. Just, it, it would be. So, you know, let's see. I mean, again, we'll see what happens. We're not in those coaching staff meetings, et cetera. We're not putting the depth chart together. Uh, but they're going to have to do something. You're not going to be able to operate fully with two guys at Will. So somebody's going to have to start either cross-training or moving uh, full-time. And we're going to find out who that's going to be. Yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So the second bit of news that we got today, Vince, was, or not, it's not news, but it's, um, I was showed a video two nights ago that, of somebody, Brian Kelly on the golf channel. And I don't think it was a recent interview. I think it was something they were playing. I don't think it's something that happened yeah. the day I they think, were playing it because Brian Kelly's been a football game. Yeah, my guess is that was when he had like his 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 golf outing, maybe. Some, yeah, and he, does, he goes to a lot of different golf events yeah, and stuff like right. that. So uh, this is probably something that's not new. And, and in the video, Brian Kelly says, um, you know, he's talking about race in America and he talks about Marcus Freeman. And, and then he says he's going to be uh, the next head coach. And of course, 
certain sites have kind of taken that and run with it and turned it into him yeah. saying he's going to be our next head coach and he's going to be the next head coach at Notre Dame. And here is the direct quote. Yes. Brian Kelly said, uh, my defensive coordinator is black and he's going to be the next head coach. Now, that could certainly mean that he was referring to he's going to be the next head coach at Notre Dame. That's what he could mean. And But he didn't say that. He didn't say the next head exactly. coach at the University of Notre Dame. I, look, I feel like Brian Kelly would have well, said, like, he he Brian Kelly doesn't mince words. Like he when he wants to say something, he generally says yeah, it. Yeah, but he opinion. also has a tendency to in non-interview situations to just like run off at the mouth like Liam Eikenberg's not a left tackle kind of thing, you know, where right, right. Uh, so so I, I just think I would pump the brakes on taking this as Brian Kelly saying publicly that Marcus Freeman is right. gonna be his replacement. Okay. Because that would mean that they've got an agreement in place. And, and now that would actually make me happy. Because as I've said, I don't want this whole coach and waiting thing. I, you know, you guys handle this behind the scenes and right. Let for all, for all the team and everybody else knows Brian Kelly's the head coach and Mark Williams defensive coordinator until you're ready to make the change. Right. But I, I, I mean, this could just as easily mean, and if we're if we're being honest, this could just as easily mean he's talking about the next head coach from my the next coach from my staff to be a head coach. Right. He's going to be the next head coach. He didn't say again. He didn't say that was a period after that. And he starts talking about color and race and talent. And he didn't say our. He said right, the, the next yeah. head coach, which could mean the next head coach for my staff, just like Clark Lee was the last head coach, right, uh, f- the, from his staff. So I, I would. I, I don't want to. I don't want this to turn into too big of a deal, Vince, because we right. don't know. Now it, again, I'm not saying if you think he means the head, next head coach in Notre Dame, I'm not telling you you're wrong. I'm, I'm not. Because you could I'm, be. You could be right. You could be I, right. I don't yeah. know what Brian Kelly meant by that. He hasn't clarified that statement. I don't believe he was asked about it in the press conference yesterday. And we're not going to see him again until Monday. I would right. imagine somebody will ask about it by then. I would imagine so. But it's just more about this. Could I could make just as strong of an argument that he's not talking about our. Because like here, here's an example of, of what I'm referring to, Vince. Corey D says, did you hear Brian Kelly say in an interview that Marcus Freeman is going to be our next head coach? That's not what Brian Kelly said. Right. Now, he could have meant it. We don't know. But he didn't say right. our next head coach. He said the next head coach. He didn't say where. Right? And and that's the thing is when coaches are talking about assistants that are going to go be head coaches, that's what they say a lot of times. He's going to be the next head coach. And so <clears throat> I just want to make sure that we're not just assuming that he's talking about he just like let the cat out of the bag that Marcus Freeman is going to be the next head coach in Notre Dame. Would I have a problem if that's what he's announcing? No, I, I wouldn't. But my I don't stance, feel like he would have done it. My that stance way. all along has been I just want to see him coach first. But I, I'm fully confident that Marcus Freeman is going to show us on the field and off the field that he's capable of being the next right. head coach in Notre Dame. I, I'd be all for that. It's just I don't think that's necessarily what Brian Kelly was saying in this. And, and again, I. I just don't think Brian Kelly would use the golf channel as the manner to say that. And Brian Kelly kind of runs off at the mouth sometimes. He's not this – like he he is purposeful in his words sometimes. Other times he just kind of, you know, he gets in these non – in front of us, he's very like – he's not going to say – He's very calculated. But then he gets in like – he's talking to NBC. He's talking to so-and-so. He's talking to the golf channel. He's talking to ESPN. And he says things you're like, did you really just say that? You know? Yeah, right. so that that that's kind of what makes me pause. I, I just don't think he'd use the golf channel to make the announcement that Marcus Freeman's going to be the next head coach is, at it, Notre Dame. Isn't that a disservice to Marcus Freeman too? I mean, if you're making an an announcement, right? 
because it wasn't even an announcement. It was like right. as part of a bigger discussion. Yeah, yeah. I just don't feel like that's the way that it would be the first time we hear anything about it. Like, I just yeah. don't feel like that's the manner in which it would be done because if they have had discussions about Marcus Freeman being the next head coach, then those are like legit discussions where, okay, well, this is going to be the case and, you know, we're going to announce it here. Like, I, I just feel like it would have been kind of planned out. It would. It, this, is a, this is a serious discussion and it wouldn't have just fallen out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because there, there would have been talk about how – this was going to get out to the media and it wouldn't be like, Hey, you know what a great place to do this would be. Let's have a conversation about race at a golf course on the golf channel. And I'll just let it slide out and see if anybody catches it. That like, Marcus Freeman is that. Yeah. yeah. That's almost like disrespectful to him. Yeah, exactly. That's you know, my that, point. That, yes. That he's going to be our next head coach. I would not want to see like it's You either don't say it at all, which is what right. I hope happens. I hope that Brian Kelly walks us back and says, look, what I'm saying is, is that Marcus Freeman is going to be a head coach. He's going to be the next coach from our staff to become a head He's coach. He's going to be a head coach, yes. You know, and, and and because I don't want there to be the coach and waiting thing publicly. Right. I don't. I don't. I think that would be disruptive to the program. I don't have any problem with them making Marcus Freeman the the, the coach and waiting. I have no problem with that. I just want it to be a, an agreement between Jack Swarbrick, Brian Kelly, and Marcus Freeman. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. The play for to the players. Brian Kelly's a head coach until he's ready to say it's time to make the move. Right. Then Marcus becomes a head coach. Right. And we've talked about this. If it gets to right. be public, even within the team, number one, if it's within the team, it's going to get out. Okay. Number one. And number two, then you've just got you've got I don't want to say dissension in the ranks, but then you're like, okay, well, who do we listen to? You know, because right. it, you know, let's say you're a freshman, and it's been announced that that Marcus Freeman is the next excuse me, the next head coach, you don't know how long Brian Kelly is going to be there. How long is he going to be your head coach versus how long Marcus Freeman is going to be your head coach? So who am I really going to listen to between the two of them? Right. And then you talk about the recruiting trail and, you know, Brian Kelly goes in to close a deal and, and the kid's like, well, you're not even going to be the head coach when I'm there. Right. Like It's just, I, I would be very upset if they did this pu- publicly. I would be. Right. And I feel like, I hope that Notre Dame would have thought that through and then that would have been something that they would have talked about. Like, that's not what we want to do and we want to do this the right way. So Mm -hmm. again, I fall on the side of he's going to be the next head coach from my staff, um, not the next head coach at Notre Dame. But again, I mean, that's a possibility. I just don't feel like he would have let it slip on the golf channel. I would hope not. In the middle of summer, you know, and I will also say, if I'm a producer or a director or somebody that has any kind of power at the golf channel and that was something that was said by Brian Kelly, uh, you know, it was said by Brian Kelly on the golf channel. He made this some sort of crazy announcement like I'm not waiting three, four months to put that out there either. Like right. uh, breaking news. Yeah. The head coach at Notre Dame, Dame just said that Marcus yeah. Freeman is going to be the next head coach at Notre Dame. I don't right. feel like they would have sat on that information right. for a couple of months. So, Unless, you know, it's golf people. They have no clue what he's talking about. <laughs> Which is possible, I suppose. I, I mean, I look, not everybody that's pr- producing for shows knows anything about sports. They just know how to produce a fair. show. That's fair. Right? That's fair. Just like, just because I'm, you know, you may be a great football coach doesn't mean you can produce a show, right? There's, right. A, there's a specific talent involved, and I'm yeah, giving them yeah, props. Absolutely. It's just it yeah, doesn't no doesn't mean that they know anything about football. So yeah.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.